In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Please be seated. I just want to let you know Richard is actually here. Um, he's downstairs with the Middle Saints, so I'm kind of taking over. He'll, he will come back shortly. So Today we have two feasts that we are celebrating today. We have the Feast of Christ the King, and we also are celebrating the last Sunday after Pentecost. It's a lot to put into two, two feasts into one day. So what I'm going to try and do is try and talk about both feasts and then bring them together. I promise in the end that's what I'm going to do. Um, so what is, what is the Feast of Christ the King? The Feast of Christ the King actually originated within the Roman Catholic Church by Pius XI. Pius was realizing out in the world that secularism was really starting to take a hold. And he needed to do something about it. So he created, not created, he he brought together this feast to remind people that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords because he felt that he honestly needed to remind people of that. Now, I don't know about you, but as I was preparing for this sermon, I, I, I tend to have a little bit of trouble with the term Christ the King because I think about, I was thinking about, well, what kind of kingdom do we live in? We live in a world that there's hunger, there's poverty, there's injustice, there's unemployment, there's war, there's violence. So did our king forget about us? Do we live in a world where our king has completely forgot who we are? Well, I don't think so. I went back to the legends of King Arthur and all these fairy tales and all this other stuff and I'm like, well, these kings used to live in these castles and have their kingdoms all around. They couldn't control everything that was happening. But they had commissioned people to take leadership roles to take care of the people. And that's what Jesus gave to his disciples before he went back to heaven. He sent his forth to live in the world. And this is the call that our king is asking us to do and to serve based out of the love for the king. Now, on the other hand, we are celebrating the last Sunday of Pentecost, so I'm here to wish you all a happy New Year's Eve. My grandmother, growing up as a kid, always used to say that the real calendar started on Advent 1. And so, on Christ the King Sunday, you'd go to her house and there was a big celebration after church, and she'd have New Year's hats, and it was kind of weird. But it was kind of a fun thing, too. Our lessons today also speak a lot about sheep. A lot about sheep. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid growing up, I never wanted to be a sheep. Sheep stunk. They were not very intelligent. And they're just not cute. <laughs> I just did not want to be a sheep. And my, my catechism teacher would be like, Jesus is the shepherd, and you are the sheep. And I'd say, no, I'm not. And it just went downhill from there. But when I moved to Minnesota, I met a dear friend of mine who is a farmer and he, he, he does what Minnesotans do and they, he raises sheep to show at the state fair and I was asking him, I was like, you know, what exactly do you do to get a sheep ready for the fair? And he's like, well, you got to feed it, you got to groom it, you got to trim, you know, the, the little gnats that grow and whatever. He kind of went on and on and I started realizing that this is a wonderful metaphor of what we are being called to be. We have to go through that grooming process at times. We have to be prepared by Christ 
and shaped and formed and trimmed and every time we get a little bit of a naughty ball here on our side, get that cut out. That's what the preparation is and that's what Christ is calling us to be. Our gospel today was one that, it, it's funny because as I'm, as I'm standing here telling, you know, preaching right now, I keep thinking, about my God, Jason, everything about this Sunday is giving you problems. I, I have a hard time with this gospel as well because there was an in crowd and an out crowd. I was back in junior high again. And it was this, this ideology of you're either in or you're out. You're a sheep or you're a goat and that's it. And I couldn't find, where's the hope in this? Where's the good news? The God I know isn't going to just toss me aside because I'm a goat. And I just really struggled with this. So, but I think that there's hope in this. Because Jesus is giving us the directions very clearly of what we have to do in order to be a sheep. We heard in the gospel, Come you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. That's pretty clear of what we're being called to do. This is that formation. These are those things that Christ is giving us. Jesus, the shepherd, always had a, a, a crozier with him. And part of that crozier is part of that formation. There's times where the shepherd just has to poke the sheep because it's not going anywhere and push it in. That's sometimes what we have to go through. Or sometimes he grabs that hook and wraps it around the neck and just pulls it on back. We heard in the reading from Ezekiel that God will go out and seek for his lost sheep. God doesn't abandon us because we don't always follow the rules and because we make mistakes. God is constantly searching for us and striving to be there for us and to guide us. All we have to do is say yes. Being a sheep is a choice. We decide if we want to be a sheep or a goat. And by making that yes decision and saying, yes, I am wanting to be a sheep and I am wanting to serve you, we are opening ourselves up for that, that formation, that preparation. But is Christ the only shepherd? I would argue no. Because we have shepherds within our own flock. When I went into seminary, it was very... I quickly realized that I needed to have very good mentors in my life. To go to them and say, I am totally not doing well in this class, or here's something that's happening, I need some help. And so I went and I sought and I found some amazing people that I can trust and that I can be with that also help me. You know, Father Richard being my, my field ed supervisor is kind of my mentor by default. And there's times where he's going to pull that crook out and say, hey, get back in here, or you need to do it this way, or you need to try this. That's preparation. That's what we're being called to. So what does all this mean? It sounds like I have two different sermons hanging out there. And so what does this mean? One of the things I do when I prepare for a sermon is I go out and I try to read what other people have said about 
these feasts, especially ones that I don't know much about. And I, found a, I came across this sermon that says, what this feast day affirms is twofold. One, that Christ is king. All evidence in the current time to the contrary. And the second is that what we do and the choices we make matter very much. What we do and the choices we make matter very much. Being a sheep is a choice. When we answer the call to his, that Jesus gave to his disciples to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, take care of the sick, that's responding to that yes call. But we also choose to be groomed and guided and pulled and yanked into the flock when we're not paying attention. It's not easy being a sheep. And as much as that I thought that I didn't want to be a sheep, I'm kind of glad that I am. And that is where I see Christ's hope. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley, dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.